Happy Valentine's Day and welcome back to the Psyche Awakening. I'm your host, Jessica Clowers, and today we are talking about different ways that you can spice up your love life. Now, I don't want you to get too excited because we aren't heading straight into the bedroom, but I will be showing you how you can find that spark that made you never want to leave your bedroom. I want you to think back to the time when you first met your significant other and what made you fall head over heels for him or her. Think about all the conversations you were having while getting to know one another, bonding. How did you enjoy your time together? What were some of your favorite things to do? What's happening during this phase of the relationship is that both parties are exercising three different levels of intimacy, emotional, mental, and physical. And once they reach that fourth level of intimacy, which is your spiritual connection, we reach a whole new level of comfort with that person. And as time goes on, those long, deep conversations fade away, and they may not be quite as exciting as they once were. Sooner or later, eventually, a relationship progresses into marriage and then along come the children and before you know it, you find yourself caught up in this routine of responsibilities and priorities that do a fine job of filling up your schedule and becoming your new normal. At the end of the day, you're too exhausted to carry on a decent conversation, let alone even think about having sex. So what happens in this phase of the relationship is we may not be stimulating the mental and emotional intimacy. So it isn't sparking that desire to be physically intimate in the bedroom every night. Let's talk about the bedroom for just a moment and the difference between the younger and older version of ourselves from both perspectives, male and female. The younger version of males and females in a new relationship is relatively similar with the exception that males naturally have a higher sex drive than females do. Although the sex drive decreases with age, most men maintain sexual interest well into their 60s and 70s. Loss of sex drive is commonly related to underlying conditions and these conditions are associated with an imbalance or blockage in the sacral chakra and I talked about these symptoms last week in Energy Healing 101. So if we go back and we just briefly take a look at that, your sacral chakra is associated with your pleasure, entertainment, creativity, and emotional health. And when we deprive ourselves of pleasure, fun, entertainment, and playtime, we may suffer physical consequences in the long term, such as sexual disorders. Now, personally, I do believe these disorders can be reversed, but there's no pill that will cure it. You just have to have the willpower to heal from it. The younger version of ourselves was experiencing new love with a high sex drive, and the older version of ourselves is experiencing a spiritual connection with a lower sex drive. And that does not mean endangered or extinct sex drive. It's still there. We just have control over it now. So how do we stimulate or spice up our love life? Couples who play together stay together. The key is to stimulate all four levels of intimacy. So let's talk about how you can do that. Mental intimacy. This would be your deep conversations, sharing personal feelings, being open and understanding, accepting, and expressing truth with love. 
Emotional intimacy, feeling loved, secure, and comfortable having these conversations, being supportive, curious, expressing yourself, accepting yourself, and building respect and trust. Then we have physical intimacy, which is the obvious, right? Stimulating the mental and emotional intimacy sparks the desire to become physically intimate in the bedroom or outside of the bedroom, whichever you prefer. Spiritual intimacy, stimulating the physical, emotional, and mental intimacy together strengthen and enhance the spiritual connection. So I'm sure you're probably thinking by now, well, what kind of deep conversations do you expect me to have? Because I feel like I already know all there is to know about this person after all these years. So let me tell you a little story about myself. I've been married for almost 13 years and our son is 11. He's in middle school and he thinks his parents are old as dirt. Now, I don't like to think of myself as old because really who does, right? But on January 1st this year, I thought maybe his perception might be accurate after he called me out for falling asleep at nine o'clock on New Year's Eve for the third year in a row. Not the first or the second year in a row, but the third year in a row. So a few weeks go by and my husband gets a text message from one of his buddies. And he looks at me and he says, he just invited us to a concert and he wants to know if we can make it because he's getting the tickets tonight. So I start asking questions to find out the details because it sounds like fun. Like, where is it? Where is it? And so on. Come to find out, I have never heard of the band. It was almost 50 miles away, and it was on a Wednesday night. I'm not sure what kind of look came out of my face at that point, but before I could even say anything, he said, yeah, Wednesday's not going to work. So there he was, texting back and forth with his buddy for a few minutes. And then, all of a sudden, he just looks over at me, and he starts laughing uncontrollably. And then he says, he said, come on. Don't be old. There it was again for the second time this month. That psychological trigger that had me questioning my age and if I was in that old zone or not. So I looked at my husband and I said, okay, challenge accepted. We won't be old on that particular Wednesday, but Thursday night, I have the right to behave like I'm in the retirement home. So we shared a few laughs and started talking about how different our response is to an invitation like that now as opposed to 20 years ago. Back then, I loved going to concerts and I enjoyed drinking at concerts. It was something I really looked forward to. Back then, staying up until 3 a.m. was just as easily said as it was done. Now, just the thought of drinking, especially on a Wednesday night, would give me a hangover. And instead of questioning how close I might be able to get to the stage, I was now questioning, are there seats or do we have to stand? The point is, I didn't get the same type of excitement about a concert that I would have 20 years ago. Back then, I used to look forward to drinking alcohol, and now I don't. I used to enjoy staying up late and jamming to loud music. And now I just pray that God gives me the strength to stay alert past 9 p.m. We went to that concert to challenge ourselves. We went to experience something different. 
It's amazing what you can remember about these experiences when you don't drink alcohol. It's a different type of enjoyment, a new level of fulfillment, a deeper bond, so to speak, being able to absorb, share, and experience different environments together. Now, I'll be honest and tell you that if it had not been for that invite, the band is not something I would have gone to see on my own. It's just not the type of music that I get into. But we had such a good time, it turned out to be an experience that I will never forget. You know, the older we get, the more we experience change. Our interests change. And when we do not regularly stimulate the entertainment category of our life, we can ultimately lose sight of our true definition of pleasure. Maybe nothing seems fun at all anymore. Or you feel like your new definition of fun is the traditional dinner and a movie date. Now I want to share a story with you about a client of mine and for the sake of privacy we will call him John. John is in his 30s and he's been married to his wife for 14 years. They have two children together. John has been under a lot of stress at work and for the past few years it has poured into other areas of his life. Ultimately, John had reached his breaking point. He was tired of feeling stressed and he was tired of worrying about everything constantly. When I asked John what he does for fun, there was absolutely no enthusiasm in his response. He stated that he travels with his wife and they have fun, but it just feels like something's missing and he couldn't put his finger on what exactly that was. He claimed that his wife has a much higher sex drive than he does and his long hours at work with the added stress has not necessarily been motivating him to be very active in the bedroom. John's wife would plan their vacations and although he had a good time, he didn't share the same excitement his wife was expressing. The problem in the situation was that John was not stimulating his own interest. When I asked John the question, if money were not an issue and you could go anywhere in the world or do anything that you ever wanted, what would that be? He could not give me an answer. John could tell me everything about what his wife wanted and what sparks her interest and excitement but he couldn't tell me anything about himself. John could tell me things that he used to love to do, but doesn't get the same excitement he used to when he thinks about doing those things anymore. So I suggested that John start exploring new interests. John needed to find something that would spark his own pleasure in life. And one day, John called me up and he said, I talked to my wife about what you said during my last session and we decided that we're going to take a trip to Las Vegas. I'm going to try some new things. So John and his wife go to Vegas and the next thing you know, John sends me a text message. It was a link to a video. So I click on the video and I see John and he's all dressed up in this weird suit and he's got these cords coming out of his shoulders and out of his arms and he looks like a puppet and he's waving at the camera. And then all of a sudden he jumps off the top of the stratosphere, smiling and talking to the camera all the way down to the ground. I thought, wow, John really took what I said above and beyond what I was expecting. But it looks like John is having a really good time. I was happy for John. The next day, 
I ended up getting two more text messages from John. The first text was a photo of their new matching tattoos. The second text was another video. This time, John was racing a Lamborghini with a professional race car driver. And just as I thought, surely John had exhausted himself by now, he sends me a final video. And this time, he was in an airplane doing acrobatics, flying upside down and spiraling through the sky like the circus on steroids. Although John's wife did not participate in his doses of adrenaline, she did share these experiences with him while he was discovering his own passions. John is now looking into getting his pilot's license and his goal is to eventually have his own airplane. New sparks were going off that weekend for John. They were engaging in new, deep conversations and expanding their imaginations, feeding both the mental and emotional intimacy in the relationship, ultimately reliving those fireworks of younger years and stimulating all four levels of intimacy all in one weekend, adding new spice to their love life. Now, you don't have to take this to the extreme like John did, unless of course you want to, I want you to think of all those things that you've never done and talk about them. When normal isn't sparking your interest anymore, do something different. What would you be willing to try? What would you not be willing to try? Maybe it's something simple, like going to a random concert outside of your average genre, or traveling to a place you've never seen before. What are some things that you would try that your significant other wouldn't and vice versa? What would you be willing to try to gather? Thank you so much for joining me today. Join me again next week for a very special episode on how you can increase your cash flow and entertainment at the same time. Follow me on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Sonoran Souls and on Twitter and Instagram at Psyche Awakening.